An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. Gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 173. My name is Jay, the Jedi Ross. Please excuse me while I flick my bick. You feeling anything yet, Takashi? Oh, Booker, I feel nothing. Oh, you better have another hit then. <sighs> Blast off. Turbines to speed, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome back to the L5J Studios. It's great to be here, of course, with you again this week, kids. Very, very special, fun event I'm bringing to you. Last week, November 14th and 15th at the Cameron House, downtown Toronto, 408 Queen Street West. Pints and Pages. That's right, our very good friend Andrew Shehan brought together some of the GTA's finest and coolest up-and-coming comic book creators for Pints, Pages, and Joyful Merriment. It was a good time. Uh, it was 3 to 7, Saturday, Sunday, and it was just that. A bunch of the local TO creators got together, and we talked and drank and were very, very merry. It was a it was a good time. Had by all, and of course, an elegant weapon was there to record the shenanigans. Uh, this is going to be broken down into two parts because of all the fun time talks we had. Part one is going to feature a couple artists in on a conversation that we were having. These artists would be Toby Madero. It would be Joe Osei Bansu of Heroes of the World. And it would be Aaron Ong, very, very talented local artist. Aaron actually tells us uh, his very, very Canadian story of how he came to be in Toronto uh, after leaving the Philippines at a younger age. And it's a really cool story he tells. Um, Joe Osei Bansu is of Heroes of the World, as I mentioned. What kind of fucking handle is that, eh? Like, is that Jedi shit or what? Joe Osei Bansu. That's like it's like ridiculously Star Wars, ridiculously Jedi. Master Joe Osei Bansu. I can't even stop saying it. It's so much fun to say Osei Bansu. Anyways, Heroes of the World is a is a really really cool project that comes out of Toronto. Uh, go to heroesoftheworld.com. Check out the the comicness, uh, the images they have created heroes for most of the places on Earth at this point. I'm sure they got a few to go, but we talk about all that good stuff. Um, I really, really want to thank Shay. Shay, thank you so much for having us out and throwing this event. It was a super good time, and uh, we need more of this kind of shit going down in the T dot. 
because uh, there's just so many of us. It's such a wide spread community. It's fun to kind of try to close the circle a little bit, you know, and uh, support, support, support. And that's pretty much what this was. Uh, check out on the website for some of the art that comes out of this event at anelegantweapon.ca. And you will see said art. Uh, and it was very, very cool. So part one, yeah, it's going to be Joe Ose Bansu, uh, T. Madeiro, and Aaron Ong. Uh, part two, we're going to bring you uh, a lengthy conversation with uh, Mike Ruth, who's a fantastic local artist. He's worked on Red Sonia and Conan, and uh, he's a lover of the Viking lore. And we have some really cool conversation. And we're going to end the whole thing off with a little bit of the Sean Daly. That's right. Somehow... Uh, we managed to uh, get some chitta chatta out of the Sean Daly, and it was very, very cool. It was very fun. And actually, I got to meet his roommate. Didn't even know he had a roommate. He turns out to be uh, an artist unto himself, who perhaps in the future we will have back on the show to talk about some animation, because that's something that I'd love to get more into around here, because we have a fantastic uh, education system as far as animation opportunities, and uh, Toronto's a big, big, big place for animation. So... Maybe we can get a little more into that. But uh, this week, again, Pints and Pages had a fantastic time. It was very, very cool hanging out. So I hope you enjoy hearing us hanging out. You know, it's lots of fun. Um, Of course, it's a little bit uh, clinky-clanky because we're in a bar. But uh, nonetheless, absolutely audiotastic. So here we go. This week, episode 173, we present part one of Pints and Pages Toronto. Enjoy. Does anyone mind that they're being recorded right now? No, not at all. It's all good. Right on. With that. It's a cocaine later. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them about all of the me, drugs. We're, we're in seedy downtown, right? <laughs> Yeah, After a few more Jameson Cokes, I won't really care. <laughs> Sounds like Can we're I just a bunch of suburban eventually? kids anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're trying to live the dream. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Aaron, tell me now that I'm recording. So okay. you, you moved here when you were 12. Yeah, I moved here. I was 12. Uh, I was a pretty bad kid, so... But then I Is had... that why they sent you? They were no, like, no. You're horrible. Go to Canada. <laughs> that... That you would think that that would actually explain a lot of things, but no, not really. It's just they they wanted to have a better life, and so they made sure that I understood that. <laughs> Meaning that like you know, in yeah, in here there's things called rules, and if you break them, you can get in big trouble. Oh really? Okay, I should stop stealing. <laughs> so, so then that that stopped happening. We'll actually but, um, keep you in jail here. I just take what you have and let you go. And then they didn't tell me that there's a thing called juve, juve, uh, the juvie hall or the juvenile yeah. delinquent. And I was like, oh, so you don't actually go to jail. Because in the Philippines, they will throw you in jail. Oh, yeah, yeah there's probably like, no age no, discrimination. No, I've there, been, right? yeah, they've scared the crap out of me. The cop is there twiddling like the handcuffs. And I'm like, no, no, I'm so sorry. No. I begged and begged. How big a city is it? Um, to me, it was pretty big. I mean, it's because the thing is, it's such a jungle. Like right, you know, like yeah. the way it is there. To me, it was just 
it was crazy. Well, one thing I see about uh, the Philippines yeah. and stuff you know, like, is my wife actually runs a, a senior living like center, like a okay. sunrise. You know what I mean? Yeah. And ninety uh, percent of the staff are women from the Philippines. Mm. And oh, that's nice that they have a place. Well, to she says it's heartbreaking sometimes, though, because yeah. uh, say she's talking to one of the staff, and they'll show her a picture of her daughter or something. Like it's my daughter's birthday. Take a look, right? And Aaron oh, will be yeah. like, oh, this one's the last time you got to see her. And they'll be like, oh, it's been about two years now. Yeah. And Aaron's heart just breaks every time. Yeah. Oh. You know, because they'll like, they come over, they work so hard. But recently, actually, I think it was like a week and a half ago, uh, this one of her workers got to bring her whole family over finally, her oh, husband wow. and her two daughters. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. And That's she was showing huge. me pictures, and they're all like, "Wow, well, big welcome to Canada banners. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard. Like, my dad was here for about five years oh, yeah? before he could get me to get all of us to come down and so he he made a huge sacrifice and i didn't see my dad for like five years straight so it's it's almost like he changed completely from what i knew him from before which is a couple of hits here and there because i was a terrible kid so then like i get here and it turns out you can't hit your kids <laughs> so then he had to like stick to psychological yeah but it kind of went to like you know psychological which is like I could still don't make me I was like okay okay it was like it was already enough that you know he can get psychological with me and just scare me that way but yeah no it was um, it was a, such a big change because there was a lot of things that I didn't understand about you know this world but the one thing that I all, all I really cared about really was in the Philippines comic books comic books that, you know at the time when I was buying them it was like 50 pesos to, to like 60 pesos here when I was a kid here it was like a dollar something to like three dollars it's two dollars and I was like I'm getting five dollar like allowance to get food and sometimes it was like three dollars but whatever it was I used that to get books going home I wasn't gonna eat I don't care I was like are you kidding me this is nothing I get to go home and eat I don't why why do I need to eat at school yeah, yeah. I was like is your English perfect from just being here or did you speak it before you came like um, they taught there there's a there's a English class in the Philippines but when I got here I, I realized I quickly realized my English is garbage. <laughs> and my dad's mentality was, you have to learn to speak fluent English or else no one will take you seriously. Because if you have to always convert it and then you talk slow, then everybody thinks... They, they're they're going to... Yeah, they, they approach you very, very differently. And I learned that right away. Yeah. I had to change all that. So was it like here where we like take regular school and have French class? Did you have like English class? Yeah, they, they took... Uh, they gave me uh, ESL, English Second Language. So I took that but I knew what I was doing that. yeah but when you were back there did they have like, we took like an English class like like we would take French like an hour a day oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're there you have to um, not speak Tagalog you have to speak English in class and I was like this is bull what do we need to do that turns out I was the one who really needed to do that out of everyone else because I was the one going here two years before you got to go into high school too yeah well actually here's the funny thing um, at grade, I had to do because in the Philippines you graduate at grade six, and then you go to high school for first, second, four years. Right? So they just skip six, seven, eight. So I got my diploma. I get here. It turns out I gotta go back to elementary. 
So I have two diplomas. Yeah, because okay. I have to go to grade seven, not not first year high school. You gotta go. Oh man, I did this. Yeah. So I have two diplomas, one from the Philippines and one from here of elementary. I was like, when am I gonna need this? What do I need this? I never needed it. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was kind of a. Actually, no. I like the fact that I, I I stuck it out and did the two years here of elementary, just because it gave me chance to to do um, to learn English better. Yeah, it helped me out. Yeah. Well, that and Sesame Street and um, and uh, Aladdin. There was no Sesame Street in the Philippines. There was a Filipino version. There was a Filipino version. Yeah. But I watched in, in theaters. We had we had Aladdin before before you guys had it because it's Asia. Yeah, Asia gets to premiere. Uh, movies before because it's like the time difference so we got we got to watch Aladdin I watched it I think like 50 times because you can go to the theater and not leave for a while as long as you want to so I watched it over and over and just like listened to how they spoke spoke English over and over and over I just tried to learn the accent how ironic is that that you go to a Disney movie about like Arabia and stuff and to learn your English but really I didn't know until later that I was learning from Robin Williams yeah you come out and you're English when you get here you can either speak Filipino or you're speaking yeah Robin Williams impressions. Yeah, <laughs> I always accredit it to Robin Williams teaching me how to speak English. That's always how I said it. But when he passed away, I was like, man, that guy taught me more than that guy will ever know. Yeah, it's still a twist. It's one of those ones in our generation that just I don't think we'll ever comprehend. To me, he's like the most profound person. Just like that's how you you know. I think he was so prolific in our life. That's what it was. Yeah, you know, he has he can do anything. He can do any. Yeah. Super funny to controversial no, funny to like his stand up is insane. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. So, what came first for you? The, com- the love of comics or the actual drug? Um, love of comics, I think. Yeah, the comics. I mean, the first, the first character I drew was Spider Man because my brother wanted, wanted to draw Spider Man and his friend was bringing in copies of like Phoenix Saga and like all these old Uncanny X Men and I was like, what is this? It's blowing my mind. And he would tell me stories prior to it. And then I would be like, what is, like, this is crazy. And then one time I saw him drawing, um, like, a couple of these rip-off cards. And then I ended up, like, you know, drawing Spider-Man, like, the alien version. And I remember, like, that even blew my mind even more. Because, like, the story behind that suit. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is crazy. And a lot of it was my brother telling me the story of it. Because we couldn't buy the comics. But his friend had it. So they would read it. And then he'd tell me the story. That's what I loved about back then because me and I had me and two friends and we started a comic club. Mm, cool. And it was just three of us in a bedroom talking comics. <laughs> yeah. But all three of us were into different things. Like I was a huge DC kid. My other buddy was a huge Marvel kid, and the other guy was kind of in between both, but more a Marvel kid. Yeah. So that's where we learned the stories from each other. Wow. Was you know, it's just sitting in the bedroom back in like you know, the late 80s, yeah, and telling because like I had no idea okay, about yeah, a lot of Marvel stories that are, they're now making movies about, yeah, you know, what yeah, I mean? like I didn't know Cap had the whole gap, we're like the comic books scattered everywhere. Oh, yeah, that was like the best part of it, and you would just spend hours, yeah, oh my god, just going over shit. It was the best time, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Not too bad. Sorry? 
That's my favorite part was like just having your comic books scattered everywhere. Yeah. And you're just like reading, you know, and then your friend had his and you're like, oh, what's that one? And then you're like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and you get blown away by it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But the best thing is like now we're living in the dream world where we were back then as far as like if they ever started making movies and we would dream cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kid back then yeah. did. And I remember I, I once got a. A magazine, and oh, what was it? It was one of the, you know, like sci-fi type magazines. I can't remember which one it was, but it was for Batman 1989. Okay. It was just about to come out. And uh, uh, it was all a piece on, like, Anton first and all, you know, the, you know, everything he built and everything. But then in the back, they had movie rooms. Like a little list of movie rooms. And oh, this, cool. So we're talking, this is 1989. Yeah. And here is, there's one of the little blurbs, I'll never forget it. It said they want to make an X-Man movie. Mm. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Colossus. Right? I think it was like Mel Gibson as Wolverine or something ridiculous. But then it said Patrick Stewart as yeah. Professor X. <laughs> that is something that has been in our minds. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't an option since yeah. 1989. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like it's, this magazine. Right? It's so it's so oh, yeah. like concrete. Like yeah. Yeah. no one can play this character better. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love in uh, was it um Wizard magazine oh, okay. that had a casting call and they would always like run through different guys that they thought would be casting and they said again the same Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Everyone's like, yep. Yeah, that was that makes sense. Yeah, what else could you do? <laughs> no one would disagree with that. Like, that's perfect. It's yeah. amazing. Oh man. I'd like to see it go a different way. I'd like to see the Marvel universe. I can't accept it. I can't do it. As much as the Marvel formula is fun and they'll keep spouting it out, and it's always great, fun movies. I can't. I can't. My favorite thing is X Men. Yeah. And the fact that it's like. In some place that I feel like it's not, it's not going in its full potential. Like, yeah. I, I mean, to me, I, ever since the third one, I had it. I was like, no, what is this? No, I, I'm so mad at this. You've got a guy making these movies who's never read an X Men comic. Yeah, admittedly. Yeah. Oh what yeah. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Really? Yeah. That was really. You people are that bitter on each other. You could yeah. make eight billion dollars by combining it all. Yeah. And you stupid studios just can't get over your. Yeah. You know your. Pride. It's such an old formula. Sony's think... brilliant. Sony's mm-hmm. like make Spider-Man. We'll make a... They're gonna make way more money off letting Marvel do it yeah. than if they had done it. Well, they can't deny. Yeah. With the possibility of making way more money than yeah. they could, yeah. as opposed to like just rebooting it every time. Like why? I'm a DC kid, anyways. <laughs> Do you watch the series, the TV series? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, oh man, they're so strong with that. It's so good. Some, some I think are getting a little overrated these days because overall it is so strong. All of it going on, which is cool. But I think I, Flash is definitely way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Green Arrow is kind of calling it Green Arrow already. Oh, he already said that anyway, so it's cool. I don't know. It dipped off last year for me. I just hate. Yeah, last year was stories. I like that they're getting more into the Arrow story. Yeah. And, like, his connection because like the the Rachel Ghoul shouldn't ever happen. Yeah. They yeah. just did too many Batman stories over yeah. and over again. Just give That's me a Batman true. show, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but Flash is definitely, you know, the King Shark to me. Come on. 
No, like, for me, it was the I was like, are you serious? That's the ballsiest thing I've ever seen any TV series do. Like, he's full, full frame, like, he's standing there grabbing Flash. I was like, you know how hard that is? They had to CG the CG Flash also to do that. Like, you can't. You can't do both. Like you no. can't. You can't do one or either. Yeah. It was so good. Like the, I was seeing the, the I was seeing the uh, the VFX breakdown of Grodd, and they had to CG Flash also. So that means they had to scan the guy, the actor, in order for them to get all of that going. It was like I do computer animation. That's why I'm like nerdy okay. about that stuff. So I was like, that is incredible that they went that far. They had that kind of money. Yeah. To do that on Flash, that's a big. Well, they give them what they need at this point. If you know, yeah. like CW because that is worked, be like yeah. a major network soon. You yeah. know, it's with all these shows, like it's it's kind of out of control. For me, it was Jay Garrick. Mm-hmm. Like in the finale oh. last year when the helmet came through, that was my favorite moment ever yet in any TV show for comics ever. When the yeah. helmet came flying through, I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> and then when they did the cover, and yeah. the two of them were covering. Yeah, the that, was oh, it's it's so that was insane. That was incredible. Happening. Yeah. Supergirl, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Oh no? I'm not feeling it. Too was... cheese. Too too over the line cheese. You but you know what it is? Slightly. You know what it is? It's kind of like, you know, like I knew that that's what it would kind of be uh, like. Sorry, uh, one more. Just so everybody, the the third party, just pure guttural reactions you're hearing. That's Joe over there from the <laughs> Heroes of the World. He, he's just sharing his guttural reactive noises with us. <laughs> you're welcome to speak. Oh yeah, Joe. I thought it was like a single. No, um, <laughs> I don't mind Supergirl. No, I don't mind it. Well, because it's Supergirl. Like, I mean... Why didn't you get... I don't mind that do... it's Supergirl. I just think it's too... I don't like the team thing so much. Like, all of a sudden, she's got okay. her yeah, sister as part They're of this organization. That's her backup. That's a bit much. Here's my hope for the series. Yeah. It's on CBS. It, it's doing well now, but if you read the reports, it's declining in ratings. Right. So when it declines and they cancel it, CW picks it up and makes it even better. That's what everybody hoped with Constantine. That's what we're hoping. But at least we're we hoping. got him. Yeah, like, yeah, did yeah. you see when he... Oh, it was good. Great. I loved it. Great. it. Yeah. Just it keep bringing great. him back. Yeah. Why yeah. yeah. am I just getting little doses? <laughs> I don't know. I like Supergirl. I love her herself. Yeah. I just, I can't see her with arms? the team thing. Yeah, her arms. Holy crap. <laughs> she got arms, man. Oh, man. You see Gal Gadot, that picture they put out the other day? No. Her training. It's a picture. It's a black and white. But she's kind of doing one of these. Like the oh. tiny little frame with these guns. It's like, so like <laughs> with Israeli death tactics. Like <laughs> totally awesome. She's I just badass. Yeah, just the sister happens to be part of the team. Yeah. I think I think because I feel like well, either or, but like I think there's so many things going on with that where I can't believe they're, they're toying with the idea of like Superman possibly showing up and it's like. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pull that thread. Like, yeah. I should just leave it to just super. It's tough to deal with, yeah. you know. When yeah. you got that, that's, that's a an really elephant tall order. in the room. Yeah, the whole, you know. Yeah, I, that's why I think they should have started out with the the Doom story. The mm. The animated movie was it Doom? Justice League Doom? Mm-hmm. Which one was it? Where Supergirl uh, showed up? It was uh, Batman and Superman. Uh, Public Enemies. No, it was Supergirl. No. It was just called Supergirl. No, I think it was called Doom. Justice League Doom, wasn't it? Or it pop- wasn't called Supergirl. It had a different name. Or Apocalypse. Maybe. The one with Dark Maybe Side. Apocalypse. Yeah. Super Supergirl's reintroduction and then Darkseid yeah. was involved. She shows up at the beginning and Batman's swimming through the ocean and finds her and then she's flying around the city naked and causing shit. 
I can't remember. I think it's I saw brilliant. That. It's a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant story. And then she goes movie. off to live with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman takes down Supergirl to take her and be like, "You got to be trained." Yeah. And her and Batman are all like, "Superman trust us. She's got to go." You know. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, oh man, if they made actual movies out of those Warner Brothers animated movies, yeah. Oh man. Marvel wouldn't have a leg to stand on. I was hoping they did. They'd be making a killing off that. Oh yeah, they're amazing. Like, and they're getting like. So, like I've shown my son all of them. He's almost five. And then Son of Batman came out. Mm-hmm. Three minutes in, I was like, nope. <laughs> sorry, sorry, kid. There's arrows through necks and shit. Like, oh, yeah. when they first attacked Rachel Ghoul's place at the beginning. It was brutal. Yeah. yeah. And there's just blood swatting. I was like, it's okay. like the, It's like Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Holy crap. Under the Red Hood was so hardcore. Full, I haven't seen the full movie of that. It's hardcore. I want to see that. Oh, it's see, good. It's so brilliantly done. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Those movies are crazy. They got the new one coming out. Uh, Actually, ba- about the Batman family. Uh, ba- uh, mm-hmm. Batman, Bad Blood. Yeah, yeah. It introduces Batwing and yeah, Batwoman. Uh, Batwoman. I yeah. I don't know why, but I keep thinking the soundtrack. I know the soundtrack for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Joe, I saw you working on a new character. For Heroes of the World, yeah? Yeah, you know, um... I don't know if you can talk about it I yet. remember Mark and I, were we were talking about, you know, doing videos that we would post up on YouTube of, like, us drawing. I don't like, know how it's not a cartoon yet. Or at least shorts. So well, know it, you know what we're working on? We're trying to get people, we're trying to get people to, um... To, you know, take it in. We've been shopping it around for quite a bit, so... We're hoping that one day, you know... That one production company or one studio looks in and is like, okay, this is awesome. I want to do this. Let's get started. Click, man. It's I, it, it has to. And well, I'm you guys not... master. You guys are masters of, of creating something that's it's multimedia in a way. It's, you guys aren't just doing a comic book. You guys you have gone branding so tied to far, it. You guys have created this entire. I don't. Even, it's a brand, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's this thing that no one else is doing. What you guys are up to. It's true. And that's the great part of it. And I, I, don't, I, I think it has to end up animated one day. It has to. It's too I'm, 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 I keep having certain dreams of it being a cartoon. And, you know, having somebody like Nickelodeon or like um, even Warner Brothers. Dude, think more local. Get yeah. Nelvana on that. Nelvana, exactly. You know? yeah. Nelvana. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? What's the. Um, well, chorus? It's chorus Entertainment. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elliot Animation, even. Get those guys from Elliot. Well, the thing on. is, the yeah. thing is, you don't need like animation studios don't have the money. Yeah, it's the. Pr- it, it's it, the you need you need you need someone to invest in it mm-hmm. so that they hire the studio that you want. Chorus, on the other hand, is a network, so like they, they're major companies. So mm-hmm. if you pitch something to them, they know where to get the funding from, mm-hmm. and that's so it depends on who you talk to. But you know that's kind of the thing, right? It's like it's not easy. I mean, my uh, friend of mine, Jay Fosgit, he does uh, Bodie Troll and uh, the My Little Pony comics. Okay. And uh, his comic Bodie Troll is same thing, just like Heroes of the World, begging to be animated, mm-hmm. right? But even though he's in there, he knows he knows people at Henson Studios, like across the board, mm-hmm. Nirvana folks, mm-hmm. and even he has a real struggle. It's hard. For some reason, they don't want to. He was telling me it's actually more difficult than you'd think to get things adapted. It's true. Like the animators are really out for like original shit for some reason. Well, it's 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 hard too. Like you're trying to catch a wave, right? Yeah. And at the same time, imagining like a beach and. Literally every person in there is trying to catch a wave. Yeah. 
I mean, who's gonna get on? Like, how can you? How can you get on? Like, yeah. just every, literally everyone you know. Dude, you just described podcasting to a T. <laughs> yeah. There's so many kids who want to get out there, and yeah. they think, "Oh, I'm gonna start a podcast. It's gonna get big, great." You don't realize you're like an indie band. Yeah. Like, think of like totally like I heard Adam Carolla describe it this way. He's like, <laughs> podcasters realize you're indie bands. There's every level of you, and nobody's getting anywhere. Yeah. And that's how it is. Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. and, and it's kind of. I think it's more, it's worse in podcasting because anybody can do it so easily, which is a beautiful thing. Like, I think everyone in the world should have a podcast. Get your voice out there. But comics, it's it's a little tighter, you know, so you can't actually see a target, a goal, and kind of a place to go, you know what I mean? So It's been through the ringer of all the mediums. Yeah. Like, it's been through a lot. And, you know, the thing that I love about comics is that it's, you want to tell a story, you can put it together and it's all on you you can do it yourself with yeah. no money yeah. you know yeah. it's a great way it's a raw way to tell a story yeah. um, you know trying to do I've written um, I've tried to pitch he knows I've tried to pitch <laughs> stories before um, and it's gotten as far as uh, Teletoon oh, and yeah. Chorus and they had they had the script and everything they loved the script Just they just couldn't see it in their lineup and I said, that's that's brutal. I had funding and everything. Yeah. I had I had people employed. I was directing and producing it. Oh, I shit. I had the whole gamut. Like it was crazy. We had like, you know, we had animators. We motion captured a lot of the animation and stuff. We had a game prep for it. We had everything lined. It was it was to well, me it was the biggest thing. You still plan to take those? That sounds like a lot but of effort to put here, into something to let completely. But die here's on. the thing: is that like you're gonna do that for like I know of, I know a friend who. Um, he's in a fantastic writer. He's his name's uh, Bruce Robb. He's done writings for like Babar and a lot of, a lot of TV shows like cool. cartoons and stuff, right? Yeah. He's like, you. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been writing so many new ideas and stories. Never got one, like picked up. It's crazy. It's hard. Like you, oh, yeah. some people will do 60, and get one done. Yeah. Uh, the guy who did um, the guy who I, can't, I forgot his name. I'm not. I'm very bad with names too. But the guy who did uh, Fairy Odd Parents, Samurai Jack, and what was the other uh, one Powerpuff Girls? Uh, Tartakovsky. Those. Uh, he did. He did the Star Wars Clone Wars. He, he did, did the three. One and two of the animated yeah, Clone Wars. Yeah. He pitched. Sickly good. They were amazing. Yeah. He pitched a hundred. He wrote a hundred ideas, and only three worked yeah. at the same time. <laughs> So he didn't only just got his wish to come true, which is one, maybe Samurai Jack. No, suddenly fairly hot parents. Or no, sorry, Dexter's Laboratory. And then Powerpuff Girls. All three of them got picked up. So then he didn't just have to do... Now he's a showrunner for all three. It was crazy. And I was like, that's that's the dream, right? Like, to get at least one to go. Yeah, so me and my brothers have been like, just, you know, like, we're like, out to me, it was like, okay, that's fine. That's, that's not happening. I got a whole bunch more. So... We write all the time. We a lot of so we write all the time. Yeah. yeah, constantly. Yeah. That's the thing I've always. That's the thing I've learned most over the years of doing this podcast from anybody. Yeah. In any medium, in any artist, in any way, just yeah. work your ass off. Yeah. Do what keep true to you and work your ass off. Yeah. You'll get, you'll get somewhere. Yeah. You may not get to be a, a legend, but you'll you'll get somewhere. Yeah. You know. Like I so. learned, uh, Tony Robbins was talking about the success of Sylvester Stallone. 
Right. And now he got Rocky Balboa to or Rocky for one to come out and like actually yes, to get all of his way. Oh, he was yeah. homeless for a while and like sold his dog and stuff. Yeah. And he was like the only it, 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 working hard and then if something doesn't work, change your approach. Sure. But try to get what you want. And it was like a very detailed advice, but. You know, it's a very true thing, and, and it, you know, it, it, I've been able to get one thing after another by doing that, and just kind of like just try harder and try harder and try harder. And a lot of my approach is just, you know, it's like at least I'm happy with getting a, a, you know something printed or something this thing done or working with some you know certain people that I really like that could you know do well. And so to me, it was yeah. like that's how I got my convention to happen. Well, it, it's you know, steps too. Like, and that's a yeah. whole thing. Right? Yeah. Convention is not an easy thing to put together. And oh, a lot man. of people get so frustrated if one little thing doesn't work out. But you got to realize, like, you know, even a thing like this, like she mm-hmm. throwing this event. He's got the right attitude where, say, no one showed up to this. Mm-hmm. We're all here mm-hmm. having a good time. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? That's if the best person, way to approach it. Yeah. If I put on an episode of this podcast, if one person listens, mm-hmm. that's enough to me. You did it, yeah. And you did it. Yeah. And the purpose was for someone to listen, and someone yeah. did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing I've learned most is just, you know, stay true to yourself yeah. and just keep working I've, hard. I've done yeah. projects where it's like, yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to do this. We're gonna do that, yeah. and then nothing happens, and you're just destroyed, right? Yeah, and then yeah. at one point, I was trying to do books, and I couldn't do it. And then I just did a YouTube video, and I started drawing. And then I was like, I don't really care because I was so destroyed that I didn't expect anything from doing YouTube videos. And then I went from like, I really do not pay attention to my YouTube enough, but like at one point. And I would just draw, talk about art, and I didn't know anybody was listening because I'd see my hits and I was like, eh, yeah, 100 yeah. people, what's 100 people? Sure, I don't yeah. know. That's, so it's like, that's 100 people. Right, yeah. but like I was not, you know, like I was not excited about it because I wanted more. But then like later on, I would get like these messages that were like huge. Those little, little things. There's a guy. Right? But you're saying that's right. I actually got to check my phone because I'm actually going to go feed the meter in a minute. Oh, shit. There was a guy who said to me three years, he stopped drawing for three years, and he saw my video and inspired him to draw. Not only that, he was going to war in Iraq, and he said, I'm going to keep watching his video because I want to keep drawing there. And I was like... I never thought that would be possible because I hear that all the time and you know when you try to inspire somebody to do that I never thought that that would you know that that instance that moment or that particular person would watch that video at a certain time and the thing is like too is like you know the, the, the best mindset to do it is just to just to get someone to get off their ass and do something yes just the fact that they're doing something instead of just you know complaining all day or, or yeah, not yeah. doing anything about their you know their day to day and like it, it gets them to go and be productive and do something mm-hmm. and you know I didn't think that me just because the thing is I wasn't doing tutorial videos I was just drawing and then talking about how much I loved art that yeah. was all that was the whole You're premise of the you. whole thing You're staying yeah. true to yourself you, know? you tell me you, you tell me to talk about lines and drawing I can yeah. go on like that for, for like all day like me and Joe <laughs> yeah. we just talk about other people's line work yeah. and we can go on all day for hours talking about yeah, that yeah. and so we, I translated that 
to to like imagining watching my video this while you're drawing. This sounds like a potential podcast to me, fellas. <laughs> to be honest. But I've done like about a hundred. I've done like about a hundred and twenty videos. Really? Yeah. I didn't and know so you were doing that. I did like man. about six hundred. I have about six hundred or something subscribers. Holy shit! And I made my first hundred dollars like two years ago or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And then like I. I got so distracted with doing comic conventions that I just like, stopped doing that. There's so much to do. There's Especially so many when things it's to guys, do. Like, individually, like, yeah. when you're doing a lot yourself, not yeah. all of us can be as blessed and lucky-ass fuckers to have a team behind us like Joe. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's, a, that's a special thing. And I've yeah. seen it a few places. Uh, Source Point Press, the same thing out of Michigan. Uh-huh. That just happens to be a group of, like, you know, six to eight guys who are, like, just real all on the same page about the same thing all same focus same dedication but you know you're doing it yourself I can tell you I know it's hard man I gotta book my own show I gotta edit my own show I gotta record my own show I gotta promote my own show (laughs) well that's why for me it was like really funny like you know, I organize, I, I help I help run this magazine. I put together this book so that I can release it on my own convention that I was still coordinating yeah. while it was about to begin. And it was, it was a lot of people that we had to juggle with, you know. And then I started a clothing brand where we did shirts. And so I have a stack of shirts. <laughs> Dude. The idea was that this one right here, actually. Yeah, it's nice. So we created a means to be able to, like, if you started a property... You can put it through this, mag- tell your story through this magazine, build up the thing from scratch, have the sequentials, have the webcomic of it up there, yeah. and then we create merchandise through Captain's Inc. Market online and then sell it through there. So we were going to put it through the ringer, and then so I also do computer animation. Each other, yeah, so that yeah. it doesn't just stay in one place, it, it actually grows, and it has the means to go out there and go to this market, go to that market, and like do all that, and then, you know, and then premiere in a big way in our own event and then have an animation possibly done and pitch it as a thing and with the, within yeah. my contacts I could take it through that that was the plan of my I find that happens thing. a lot around here there's so much creativity in southern Ontario that yeah. a lot of people you know there's either guys most guys who are just doing a comic are geniuses and brilliant I mean look at some of the guys we've got in this area oh yeah you know I mean David Finch Jay Fabok you know Robert mm-hmm. Bailey like all these guys live around here yeah. Ty Templeton yep yeah, share exactly. an LCS with Ty Templeton. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just crazy shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think it lends itself to, like, the amount of art education here, just the amount of possibilities. Yeah. People want to branch out and do so much here. I always find you know, it, though... It's, it's really cool. I always find it, though, like, you know, people that really want to do something, they're, they're forward, like, not forward thinkers, but, like, they're the doers. Yeah. They can't help but make something. They gotta do it. Yeah. And the responsibility of a city or or a community is to nurture that. Yeah. And the fact that like our city is so open with that, it's so okay with that, that we get to feel like, I want to make some stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's this and this and that. Yeah. Cool. And then, you know, and you have all these people that help you along with it and inspire you to do it better. I think that's the best way, like, to have yeah. you know a community, like we do, that just really nurtures that. Well, I think so that's nice Part of the goal of my show is trying to bring that together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, one of, you know, one of the proudest things that happened to me at Fan Expo this year is uh, the past couple of years, it's just happened that a lot of the artists have ended up at the Lucky, at the Loose Moose on Front Street. This year, I kind of organized it a little. I was like, told everybody, blah, blah. But I went to Sean Daly at one point. And I was like, I wasn't quite sure what we were going to do. I was like, what do you think? What did you tell him? You know, blah, blah. And he looks at me and goes, dude, you're the reason that everybody's going to actually talk to each other. So just tell me where to be. And I'll be there. And I was just like, 
Thanks, man. <laughs> but it's true. It's something I see in other areas. And Toronto's so big, but it's starting to kind of come together. You know, I see that Artist Alley actually weeding itself out. There's a lot of people that I, yeah. I've noticed in the years past who aren't there anymore, but then, you know, you're really starting to see the solids who are there all the time. Yeah. You know? I mean, you see it at every convention, like Joe. Well, we have, like, it's funny, like, in, in you know, in the convention circuit, it's like you have your regulars, you know, like, yeah. that's how I got to know Mike Ruth so well. Or exactly. like Hugh Rookwood I didn't know how I didn't meet Shay till Hamilton Comic Con. That's ridiculous, <laughs> right? Like, it's it's a really fun thing. I mean, like I know him since college, so we're oh, like nice. we're like brothers. Like right. yeah. he's you guys are tight. Like, yeah. 13, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourteen years. Fourteen oh, okay. years. All of us, yeah. Mark, even yeah, like we all went we to the same. We used to hang out all okay. time. Well, where'd you all go? Shared in college. Yeah. So we're, all we're in the same class, kids, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's funny. Like, here's here's Shared in college. I'm gonna. Disney legend. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna flatter this dude a little bit, I remember going into a drawing class, 2D class, and everybody's in line, and the only person to kill time while waiting instead of just standing was drawing, was this guy. Yeah. Every time he's always drawing, and that made me. I was like, he. I need to be friends with this guy. This guy knows the deal. Like, this is why we're here. Is drawing, and he's doing that, and like it kind of like blew my mind I was like man look at this guy he's just not stopping so mm-hmm. we would be like at a you know like a Swiss chalet or something like that and he just pulls out his like casually it's like it's like breathing for him and it's just like that inspires me when I see the prolificness like somebody who's, like you guys got something so much out right here and Joe's constantly like, mm-hmm. like you can tell he can't stop half mm-hmm. the shit that he's putting on you know when you see if you follow the Heroes of the World Facebook page yeah. you just can't stop like all yeah. the stuff that's getting posted just because he can't help but make it yeah. you know yeah. what I mean like, it's incredible I was honestly and this isn't a mm-hmm. I don't even know uh, after yesterday's unfortunate events yeah. Uh, I kind of I, I expected almost to see France pop up in some yeah. special post or so. I don't know if you were busy or you did, oh, right? I mean, I'm did, sure yeah. it crossed I posted your something, mind, yeah. right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. something. Uh, you see, that's right how much you can know and identify yeah. with a brand or a person. Oh, is I, I literally thought to myself, I bet you Joe, mm-hmm. something in the France here comes yeah. up. Yeah. I feel yeah. it's like with heroes, it's like it's not only about you know the comics, the merchandise, whatever. We want to create. Mark and I set out to create heroes of the world to you know send a message of unity, right? Magic. And when something yeah. like that comes up, where you know there's a terrorist attack or something that something that some type of racial war kinds of brews up, we want to remind, remind people that you know we're all one, yeah. and we yeah. want to do yeah. it through our artwork. Yeah. So that's obviously yeah. the heart behind what you guys do, though. Exactly. Like everything is equal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You almost couldn't tell you're a Canadian brand. You probably couldn't. You know, if you just set you up in, in some other con in some other country, no one would probably specifically say. Because you're not pushing Canada any more than you're pushing anybody else. Well, they go, to, they go to the Caribbean a lot, so yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, well, I mean, <laughs> you, know, you can't help yeah. it, you know. <laughs> That's just the good stuff, on, anyways. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Get out! <laughs> you could say, Get out, this my please. favorite. Toby. Hi. Talk to me about yourself. Where should I start? <laughs> well, so far I know you live in Brampton. Unfortunately, yes. And I can see that you draw. I do. I draw things. Oh? You draw? Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, I'm with Aaron with the Sequentials. Um, I do my own webcomic and stuff. All right. Tell us about it. Um, Tell us about your webcomic. Okay, I will. Oh, um, yeah, so good. <laughs> thank you, Aaron. 
Um, so I'm doing like a steampunk fantasy comic um, because I've always been a big fan of the genre. And it just kind of, I don't like how people often ignore a lot of facets of the Victorian era and just kind of like, oh, inventing and oh, British things. And it's like, that's cool, but there's also colonialism and industrialism and all these things that happened during that time that you can totally explore and you're choosing to not do it. Yeah, and yeah. it just seems like a waste of, like, I guess, material. Yeah, potential. Material. Exactly. There's, um, a, there's a book that's just along those lines that I love. It's called Dr. Atlantis. I've actually been recommended that one before. You heard of this one? you got to yeah. check that out. Just write yeah. down those lines if that's what you're into. It's, Definitely. It's really, really cool. Um, I was actually recommended. I went to a, a panel at Anime North, and there was, um, it was a steampunk panel run by the Toronto Steampunk Society. Yeah. And they it was wonderfully informative, and they have fantastic ideas about how steampunk should be. And I really want to implement those ideas into like a story format and just really explore things that's never really been explored before. Well, that was the hardest thing with people in steampunk when it first started to get popular is that it, it doesn't have like a base it doesn't have like a uh, like a like a IP or something that kind of that it all grows off you know what yeah. I mean it's so completely it's own thing there's no like oh that movie is what that's steampunk true. becomes from that's you know true. what I mean it's very like, natural yeah. How yeah. it really is like I I think um, the base core of it should be that you know it's sci-fi but based upon a lot of Victorian design ideas and a lot of people make the mistake that it's like oh it's Cthulhu and top hats and gears and monocles and it's like um, no maybe part of it but there's yeah. so much more to it for sure exactly so I really I just enjoy playing with those things um, and that one's just a labor of love that comic I mean if that ever goes anywhere I'm cool with that because that's that's my baby you know it's, it's something that's like for me. the flagship right now of like the sequentials because yeah. it's so like consistent people come and go on the site but like tales of lost is like the flagship of that website it's got it's it's got such a consistency pays off man. yeah that's what they have learned in this show like, you keep giving it to them and if they get used to it they'll love it someone will latch on yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's it's really nice to see that that you know like your work pays off and people are reading it and um, especially since like another thing I'm really big on is just representation within the comic book world um, and I try to push that forward with Tales of Lost you know I try to have a very diverse cast and I've had a lot of really good feedback from that where you know they're they're happy that you know like the, the, the main girl she's she's not like the stereotypical like tough girl where she's like ah oh, I don't need a man and mentions every five seconds that she's female you know like she she comes from from New York you know and she's she's a Broadway actress and she has absolutely no skills for fighting whatsoever and you know and that leaves a lot of room I think for development for a character yeah it sounds way more interesting yeah and I'm a huge character person so that's important for me that that kind of has that she kind of has that believability and um I, I guess that that three-dimensional nature and yeah. I'm really big on that <laughs> yeah no that's awesome that's great to hear you know especially in a time when there's a lot of sorting out of what a, a, a heroine is so much discussion going on about it right now you know? and though, I was surprised how much discussion it sparked in Supergirl about the yeah. Supergirl part about what's wrong with being a girl I'm a girl I'm rich I'm badass you know yeah and, yeah, like it, it, it should be. It's a lot deeper than people are talking, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think, like, um, I think it was. Ah, 
I'm so I'm I'm like I'm just in bad with names. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm totally gonna get like slapped by everyone I know. But um, the guy, uh, Game of Thrones guy, brain. Someone help me out there. No, um, thank you. There we go. He, I think it was him that made a statement about how to write female characters, and he had said that what he just does is he writes a character. Yeah. He's like, it, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter to a character. And I completely agree with him. Precisely. Round of applause. <laughs> and I completely agree with him. You know, where a character's gender shouldn't play into their importance or the role that they play within a plot. Well, how brilliant is the way they're presenting Star Wars, The Force Awakens, with yeah. a female lead, and in no way are they like, look at our female lead, you know? Exactly. They're like, they're just presenting at, it as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Look at our characters. Yeah, our yeah. Sense. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There are more important easily, things. You can tell she's easily the focus of it all. You know? Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. But first and foremost, she's a character. Yeah. 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 And I think that's really. And people aren't really like, something. "Ooh, we want to see if this female can handle being the hero, or whatever." They're like, yeah. "Is she a solo? Is she whatever?" Like, yeah. she's obviously yeah. already badass. We know that. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. No, I love that. Exactly. That's great. It's the, it's the important things, you know. Do you ever like? Are you into the cosplay element of the steampunk at all, or are you just, um, you're just like? I'm starting it. it. Um, yeah. I'm. I've been accumulating my outfit. It's nice. very expensive though, <laughs> and on an artist salary slash comic book store employee salary, it's oh, not. Oh, where are you working at? Um, there's a comic book store in uh, Brampton called Stadium Comics. You work at Stadium? I work at Stadium. Okay, I do. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that's there most of the time. I gotta get up there and visit because I mean, all I hear about is Stadium like and. Yeah. Where is you know, so many people frequent stadium. And yeah, it's it's a great store. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud to be working there. Well, they're pretty, they're pretty uh, modern ones, aren't they? They're a lot into like like uh, connecting with the artists and having signings and that oh, yeah. kind of thing. It's thing it seems right. Yeah. yeah, I've always kind of said that being a comic store employee is kind of like. Being the bartender of the uh, nerd world, you know like you end totally up talking to your customers. Totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like you know all their problems, like you know their life, and you're like, hey, so you know, how's that like thing going did, with the yeah. wife and stuff? And yeah. like, like you know all about that, and Jordan's it's, it's yeah, very much so like it. That's great. Things are growing. Yeah. And how about Anthony, Joe? And uh, we got an Action Lab right out of Toronto now yeah. at the First Hero. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. And Action Lab's doing their. Uh, do you hear how they're doing their action verse? Oh, yeah. They're doing a crossover. Really? All their titles are going to be in like a Secret Wars type crossover. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Action Verse. Nice. So Molly Danger, First Hero, they're yeah. all going to cross over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's I remember was the last time I saw Anthony. Was that Silver Fan Snail Fan Expo? Oh, you ran into him since. And then I ran into him prior to that at Silver Snail when I was doing the mentoring thing. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he was uh, he was there um, <laughs> signing books for First Hero and then also doing commissions. Pretty cool. Yeah, man. I think it was the week. Yeah, it was the week before Fan Expo. I ran into him. That's crazy, oh, that's right. right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was uh, that was going down. That's good for are, him, though. Are you pro? Do you, is this all you do, or you got other stuff? Because you just—I didn't know you mentored and stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, um, through one of my one of my friends. So I ended up doing a um, doing an illustration of for her, uh, her her baby shower of her as a superhero, and she just happened to be working at a, a youth center in in East Toronto around Regent Park. Not really a youth center. It's more of um. You ever heard of the Daniel Spectrum Center? Sounds familiar. It's the big. 
big complex in Regent Park, and okay. she runs she uh, runs some of the programming there. Mm-hmm. One of the programs she had that's going on there is the Ada Slate Youth Mentorship Pro- Program, and she was saying she was telling her friend Lisa, "Hey, I know this guy, this comic book artist that we'd be good to mentor one of the kids because one of their kids loves anime." She loves comic books. Why doesn't Joe meet up with her one day and, uh, and, then, uh, and then chat? So since then, every Tuesday during the summer, we would like get together and chat. And, you know, I would give her some pointers on her art. And wow, that's cool. Man. Talk about, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so do you have a day job? Or is this, uh, are, you just, I, I, are you just trying to sling her? I do have a part-time job. Like, okay. it's... Typical retail. I work at uh, an Apple reseller, actually down in like Queen and Spadina. No, College and Spadina. Yeah, so you work downtown. You come downtown. Yeah, every day, down, right? yeah, I'm yeah. downtown a lot. That's the that's, see, that's the goal. That's dance. the goal. Like, but um, it's not nice. easy. It's not easy, man. It's not easy. It's an expensive city, and you know, I am a quote unquote starving artist. I don't think I am, but. Would be interesting is well, a starving would, artist around here is not the same as you know, yeah, starting starving artists in certain air, other areas, yeah, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, this is I, like um, very flowing. I've been doing the mentoring yeah, thing, awesome. and then obviously, Heroes of the World, like, we just revamped the, that, the website. And, was that off the oh, yeah, yeah. So, if you go on a website now, it looks completely different from what it looked like uh, great years before, ago. Man. Yeah. Okay. Felt like maybe that's you know what it was. It was just uh, it was time for a change. We needed to update the update the store aspect as well. So we ended up taking on the task, and we're just prepping. We're just prepping up for an awesome 2016. Dude, you guys, I'm scared. You guys had such a good year this year. I can't imagine what's going to come awesome this year. It was so dope. Yeah, I can't imagine what next year. So dope. I was crazy. Like every this summer, it was like. May we had a we were in Ottawa, June we were in Niagara like, Falls, July we were in Montreal, and in Fan Expo, and in Anime North. I, in bet- I think in between May it was Anime North. So yeah. it's good to kind of do the Michigan thing. And, okay, you know. listen, that's what this is what we're doing. We're gonna I'm gonna send you guys the apps for Michigan. Mm-hmm. I know the lady who runs Motor City Comic Con. Okay. I'm gonna send you guys guest table apps. I'll send everybody I fucking know if I can. I just want Toronto to invade. I just do. I just. I just. I just. Uh, sorry. I just want to spread the love. You know. Oh yeah. So, well, they've been coming up here. They've been oh, stepping sure. on our turf. I don't know for if you sure. guys noticed, but there's been a Michigan-like contingent coming up to Fan Expo every year. Like what? ten artists coming up together. Gotta fight back. JJ got. Uh, JJ caught Tony Maiello, Jay Fosgett, uh, Josh Werner was here this year. You know, because they're all following Stegman. Oh. It's that bastard Stegman, you yeah. know? It's the superstar Ryan, Ryan Stegman. Stegman. He's bringing all the No, I, I dig his work, though. Nights. I, you hear me, Ryan? No, Ryan's a great guy. Actually, I finally just met his wife. They're both lovely people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Aaron's happy to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's no, pure joy. Sheridan. Yeah. Sheridan. Of course, Sheridan. I remember what's going on, man. Yeah, man. Our things. <laughs> Your education. This is like, yeah. this, is like <laughs> this is like the the old, old yeah. 
Yeah, it's like AF8. AF8. What year did you guys all go? 2001. 2001. It was quite the odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Did the cage still exist then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was still because the cage is gone, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. called the marquee. Yeah, some other shit. <laughs> and every year, every year, everybody thinks that the pit area, everybody thinks they called it that in that year. It was yeah. like, yeah, no, we call it the pit. And like, no, everyone calls it the pit. Yeah. That area where everybody draws is like yeah. in between it, like animation and yeah. illustration yeah. and yeah. photography. Like everyone calls it the pit, but yeah. it's like, no, it's been called that. 2001. 2001, 2001. Man. 14, 14 years. 14 years. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no, Will Robinson. Danger. Joe, do you get tons of commissions? Do you get much commissions? Uh, you know what? I wish I got tons, but I get them here and there. I mainly get a lot of like. Um, are you talking about like comic commissions or just like? Just at the shows. Like, are you doing a lot of commissions at the uh, shows? Because I just asked because you have so much already set and offered. Like, yeah. your kind of main brand isn't the kind of type of thing where it's known for sketches. Like, it's so yeah. crisp and clean and like a, like it's such a fine product. Yeah. You know that people are like. I'm sure your T-shirts are pro- are huge. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you guys the T-shirts, the bar- t-shirts. brands are huge. Because people just like to look at those characters because mm-hmm. they're so striking and they pop off the page. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if are people often like, can you draw me Jamaica? Or? Uh, every now and then. Like I remember doing um, in Ottawa, I did a commission for one kid. So we have like these uh, Heroes of the World uh, blank covers, and I did a car- I did a uh, commission of. Um, one of the Canadian superheroes fighting Deadpool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was really nice. cool. Yeah, yeah. And it just la- just two weeks ago at Gotham Central for their uh, Halloween fest. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember Dr. Stevel. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Stevel oh, co- had Dr. me commissioned. Yeah, Dr. Stevel, bitch. I'm Shout out to him. I'm still trying to figure out what that dude's... He's, no, he's, he's good. He's good peeps, man. <laughs> you know? No, oh, he's, he's, great he's peeps, the best. But... He's the best. Yeah, he found a thing and he's sticking with it, eh? Yeah, man. That's why, that's why I dug about him. But he, um, he commissioned me to do like this character, like him fighting the, the characters from Canada. But it was pretty dope because it was like, I'll show you here, it's like the, it pays homage to the first Fantastic Four. Okay. Fantastic Four oh, yeah. issue one, and I'll show you, yeah. it's dope. Where he's coming out of the ground and like, totally. you have all four Canadian superheroes grabbing around him trying to fight him. It's this one right here. Oh, dude, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> fantastic. No, that is great, yeah, man. That looks fucking sweet. So every now and then, you know, Mark and I will get commissions. I know he did one, uh, Mark did one years back of uh, the Aboriginal, no, the First Nations woman, Red Feather. And, like, she's in the moon. I think oh, I have awesome. it here, yeah. Here, here's a question I'll ask you. I, I, I have the opportunity to ask this a lot. I ask this to a lot of people, especially yeah. people with a with a brand that's very set in place already. Mm-hmm. How far will you go with your commissions as far as personal requests? Yeah. Wow! Oh, that's one my market. God, that oh, is... Dude. Yeah, that's dope, eh? Come on. Yeah, man. Shout you out to Mark Williams. You gotta send me that. I gotta post that. Oh, oh man. my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Your I, kids I, will hear what we're oh my godding right now. <laughs> that is... That's so uh, Canadian. They, they will awesome. hear? You, you sure they won't see it? Well, they'll see it if I can post it. <laughs> you know what? I got it posted on the uh, website. Okay, man. That, that, is, gorgeous. that is beautiful, man. That's yes, really... Yes. That's... 
that actually, what I'm loving about this is it's a bit more serious tone than you usually get from heroes. Yeah. Is it not? Like, am I... Well, the thing was, um, the person that Mark was talking to wanted... He wanted certain things in the in the in the uh, in the piece, something that related, something that relates to you know the the First Nations culture and you know the feel and look. And so Mark kind of infused it into the piece, and this is what you got, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, like for example, what I'm saying, like I've talked to certain people with yeah. certain uh, like IPs, like a. Uh, like Katie Cook, who does yeah. My Little Pony. Yeah. I was like, how far will you go with commissions? Because I'm sure you get some creepy requests. Um, uh, you and know she'll what? Be like, I definitely do. So, for example, for example, just we can talk about this because it's an elegant weapon. Yeah. I would, it'd be really cool for me, like, uh, like, uh, like a Heroes of the World, like commission that would pop into my head is say a Canadian hero passing one of the Jamaican heroes a dupe. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you have lines? Do you know what I mean? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I would we could love do it for to you. see that. Yeah, we do it for you, but but you would do things... it on an individual basis. Of course yeah. you would. That's not something you do for yourself. Yeah, exactly. But you will do that. Like, yeah, I, we could I do that. I get curious with artists how far they take their own like like thing. You yeah. Know? I don't. I, like Jay Fosgate, for example, yeah. who does Bodie Troll, My Little Pony. Yeah. He's done the many many drawings, and many elegant weapon things. He does characters of me and cool dupe stuff and yeah. shit. But he'll never put Bodie in, which I completely understand, because that's a G-rated family comic book. Yeah. So I just wonder, like. Same thing we hear is like we could do. I could do it for you on the low, but yeah. as a public you guys thing. Guys are big with kids too. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. There's a lot of kids, a lot of uh, parents that read a book. They see it. Actually, see it's it. a great connection. You guys are a great connection for a parent to be like, "Ooh, yeah. this looks great." You parents want this? Parents love it. Parents yeah, love yeah. us, man. Yeah. And, and, we want to maintain that through the war, through the People love their heritage, man. They can't help it. Every time I look at your Scotland t-shirts, I'm like, look at the big part you got. Yeah, yeah, the one with the caver and yeah, then the, yeah. the, the, girl, the, the girl with the... The guy with the with the with the bike pipes and everything. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good stuff, man. How many countries have you covered? I think over two hundred and ninety plus. Have you lost yeah. track of your own characters? Then? We have. I uh, no. We we, we got it on lock, man. Do you have to go back for reference? Or? Uh, sometimes, like if we go and we, we want to do like an art piece based on them, we do. But now we're just doing like individual you characters. You reference your own shit. That's yeah, You've and yeah, that's right. we, we still gotta name them all. That's how crazy it is. Holy crap, yeah. man! I love it. Yeah, man. That's, that's great. Yeah. And it's it's it, again, like I was saying before, it's so cool of you to to stay uh, kind of rein it in with the Canada thing, because yeah. obviously, you know, you could you could have just invented the Canadian team and pushed that alone. Yeah. Well, you know that what? could be your whole fucking thing, but you're like, no, we're everybody. heroes of the world. Everybody. Like, it's funny because it started off as the crew with the Caribbean. Mark and I oh, had done, it? yeah. Mark and I had done characters only geared to, to the Caribbean islands. So he had his set of characters, I had mine, and I think at Carabano, we had these all on posters that we were just selling for like five dollars a piece. And when we were at Carabana, people people loved them. They're like, "Yo, what the hell is this? This is but this is so sick." Pop, pop. And then, yeah, he was. That's really. They're like, pick up Jamaica, pick up Trinidad, but. And then one guy came up to us when we were there. I think it was the first or second year we were there, and they're like, okay, so where's Brazil? Where's Canada? Where's Ghana? Where's Portugal? Where's uh, where's Italy? 
When's the last time you got hit with one of those that you couldn't? That I you didn't have years, one. For? I think it was two. I think it was two years ago. It's two, two years, years ago. since you were hit with one you haven't yeah. done. Dude. Because it was crazy. Because Mark had his has the way it works is that Mark has his uh, has two characters that he does, and then I do have, have two characters. Right. And he had already finished his. So I'm still waiting for mine, and then people will be like, okay, so where are your characters? And I'm like, I'm still working on them. But now it's like, okay, we have everything set. All the countries are done. They can't really say anything. Now what's happening is that we're trying to do different, um, whatchamacallit, different cities. So every city that we go to, we're, we're going to bring characters. So recently... You're going to start going city individual. Yeah, recently. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy. You guys going to have more characters in the Marvel Universe. That's soon. the idea. Marvel Universe got nothing on you guys at this point. That's the idea, y'all. Yes. So recently we did one for Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa got one because we went to Ottawa Comic Con. Dude, I love those colors on Ottawa. Thanks, man. We are, we even picked up the native, the, the First Nations Dude, community. Dude, that is okay. sick. That's you know a I mean? great idea. That is beautiful. Yeah. Mark was like, "Yo, why don't we do a Canadian native one?" And I'm like, "Okay, let me map out the characters." We did Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on Calgary. Calgary. We even represent, you know. Oh, you did Pride, man. We're gonna cry. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah, man. We gotta represent, you know, the, those people, and they, 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 there's a big combo community amongst the amongst the you LGBTQ community. So, oh, yeah. yeah. One of my best friends got yeah. married to his husband like two summers ago, mm-hmm. and that was my wedding gift. It was just when the North Star wedding issue came out of yeah. X-Men when they got married. Yeah. It was literally, that came out like two weeks before their wedding. Yeah. So I bought the comic and I had it framed and everything. And I gave that as my gift. And they fucking love it. Oh, they must be happy. Oh, yeah. They yeah, thought man. it was cool, man. There it is. Yeah, you gotta connect, right? Yeah, you gotta make sure you connect with everybody. And then Greece, Hungary, Italy. Hungary, Italy, Macedonia. Go, ahead, go back. Go back for a second. Let's see her there. We're gonna just... Uh, oh, back we got... Uh, one more. There you go. There you go. Back up. What's that guy's name? Has he got a name? The Caber dude? The Caber. His name is Caber. Oh, that's his name? Caber. Lady Highlander, Shockball, and Pipes. That is (laughs) juice. I like pipes. <laughs> okay, shockball's pretty So do you awesome. ever have to put like research into a country yes, before you do yes, it? Yes, always. Like, you want to make sure it identifies for real with them. You don't yeah. want to be doing a cliche you don't want to, you want to or a stereotype. Cliche, exactly. Right? You yeah. want to make sure you research it to his T and then put out the character. Like every time there's a new character that comes about, Mark will do the will go ahead and do the research. He'll show me videos and so forth so I can know what to draw, so that he knows what to okay. draw and then yeah. just Because how together. hard is it to make Canada cool? It is hard. Because there's so man. much about us. Like Alpha there's Flight's so the furthest we've ever gone. Yeah, we've got Wolverine, but that's like it. Yeah. Like we have Deadpool too. He's ours. Yeah, yeah this ours. is true. Very yeah, true. Only you know they actually have a statue. Well, but, uh, but Deadpool now. not created by a Canadian. Wolverine yes. created by a Canadian. They, so they it's, actually, it's very uh, hard to make Canada cool for some reason. Like they, mm. they actually have a statue of Wolverine now. In Canada, where? Ah, uh, hold on, I gotta figure this. Figure out where they. I was unaware. Do you know how hard it is to make Canada cool? Like, well, you know what? I like what's going on right now. You know, not only because of what we're doing, because of what Toby and Aaron are doing, and Captain, uh, Captain Canuck and Piddle the yeah. Human Lizard. Yep. Shout out Jason to Jason Liu because yeah. I was reading. He'll be here tomorrow. Won't He'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. Yo, yeah, wicked, yeah. wicked. Yeah. Shout out to him because I was reading his comic book and. 
the fact that he has a character that's repping Toronto, that's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's you know our, like he's our Spider-Man. You know, you know that dope. show, Flashpoint? Yeah. Okay, Canadian show set in Toronto with, you know, uh, one guy, I can't remember the main actor's name, but he's in, been in tons of American TV. Then you got Hugh Dillon of the... What are they called? The headstones. Then you got the Pink Power Ranger. Yeah. So you got some people kind of know. Yeah. This show got picked up in the states back at the writers' strip. They were like, "We need something yeah. to show." I know people who watched that show for years CBS, and right? did not clue into the fact that it was yeah. set in Toronto. Yeah. Like, come on! What are you talking about? Funny. A lot of shows back in the day used to hide that fact. Yeah. I remember watching an. I'm a huge fan. I remember watching Degrassi back in the day. Degrassi used to hide. Obviously, it was Canada, but it used to hide the fact that it was Toronto. Yeah. They never mentioned in any of the. They would never mention that they were in Toronto. They would never Once mention the streets. Once in a while, you get the smallest yeah. little blip of like a store name. Same or something. thing with there was an old cop show that my brother and I used to watch like religiously. It was called Night Heat, and it was kind of the the same thing where you saw a lot of the Toronto landmarks. But they never mentioned it was yeah, in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. And yeah, I love that yeah. now we're, we're taking ownership of our city. Well, I, lo- I think it really started with, yeah. uh, did you ever see The Sentinel with Michael Douglas? And he's the uh, he's like the CIA guy, and they think he's gone rogue and everything. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, the whole thing is that there's a summit happening in Toronto. Yeah. And the president comes to Toronto, the whole thing. Yeah. And they fight, boldly set it out as Toronto. Yeah. I honestly, I remember being so impressed with that. Yeah. Thinking like, yeah. a lot of people don't realize that the Hulk and Abomination got down on Young Street. Yeah. Was the Harlow? So weird. There's, yeah. There's you still got the Sam records were still on the wall. Is, is police Academy, the first Police Academy. A total or uh, poor credit. It was in Port Credit. They shot that down in Port Credit, yeah. too. Yeah. Dude, one of the, the final scenes was in Kensington Market. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was watching it, what was it, yeah. during the summer, and I'm like, holy crap. I yeah. went through that. Okay, but it, okay. Yeah, it, it is different when they admit it's Toronto. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, okay, it looks like I made a bit of a mistake there. That's all right. I do it all the goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> actually, they actually got a, got, a, got a retraction from last week. They, they, they actually have a, a petition. To erect a bronze statue of Wolverine in Edmonton. Yes. Why Edmonton? Good question. Like I get that it's Alberta, but yeah. I guess Alberta's enough. Because he was born. He wasn't he born there? No. Uh, uh, actually, no. Yeah, it was Alberta. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. yeah. In like origins. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I want. I'm. I'm really excited about it ending. I've never been able to deal with Hugh Jackman. I think he's a wonderful really? human being, and I think he did a great job for what he was given. That's not my Wolverine. I still have not seen an acceptable Berserker Rage. I am tired of seeing PG claws stab into people. Yeah. Because if you read a Wolverine comic, those claws are going like this, slicing things like a deli slicer. Yeah. You can't do Wolverine not rated R. Yeah. Nah, man. You, you, You gotta have him turn into the human blender. Yeah, I always thought a young Harvey Keitel. Yeah, or something well, like that, like a snarling, like uh, oh there's an interesting. Jack, he's just too pretty, man. Oh god, Wolverine's there's coming at me! Oh god, there goes my arm! Oh god, there goes my everything! Yeah, yeah. There's an interesting casting where they want Tom Hardy to be the next Wolverine. Yeah, I'm not yeah, down. I saw that. Um, Tom yeah. Hardy would be pretty good, he man. He could act it well. But yeah. I'm sorry, it doesn't look enough for me. Wolverine needs you need to consider the physical aspect. He's a you short, stocky. He's Four or five feet tall, hairy, mean, and animal. Yeah. I think yeah. 
feel like with a character like him, you can definitely go unknown, though. Like, you can definitely, instead of having to go for big names, you can definitely afford to Well, they did with Jackman, right? Nobody knew exactly. the hell he was. Believe it or not, Jackman was DeGray yeah. Scott's replacement. I would have liked DeGray Scott better. Yeah. yeah, because he had the film MI2. They were like, okay... And then Russell, they wanted Russell Crowe originally. Yes, even Russell Crowe. Yeah, 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 Russell Crowe didn't want to do it, so he recommended. I, from what I hear, you recommended Jackman to the singer. I think so. Yeah, I heard the same yeah, thing. It was crazy. Yeah, Same yeah. thing with like Jim Caviezel. Like Jackman, I think he did okay. He's not like the worst. I don't think he's like totally wrong Wolverine. Yeah, he's a good Wolverine for the Wolverine that he was. I just want to see that that lone wolf. I want to see that that naked the Marlboro in the snow man. In the, the, well, the do you remember how McFarlane used to draw uh, Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah. He drew Clint Eastwood with Wolverine here. That's yeah. what he did. So yeah. how about Scott Eastwood? You know, have you seen that guy? Yeah. Like he's a he's in, image of his father. He's in um, Suicide Squad. He's going to be in Suicide Squad. Is he? Yeah. What's he in Suicide Squad? I forget who. They never, they've never mentioned. I heard that there was a rumor he was up for Steve Trevor in Wonder Woman. Yeah, but, but it's Chris, Chris Pine, Pine Steve Trevor. Did you see the picture they put out today? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I'm pumped. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what DC's gonna do with their movies. One thing yeah. I'm kind of disappointed with is that they're not putting it in sync with the TV shows. I'm happy they're doing that. So what? It's more of a you, you like the like it being more of an Elseworlds. Well, you've you've got a you've got a big excuse that you can do that and always pull the trigger multiverse. Yeah. You want to combine them one day? Multiverse. Oh. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Hold on. I hold like on. the fact that in comics you can have I can get Batman. The Dark Knight and Detective Comics. And I'm going to get three completely different, interesting iterations of Batman. I like that idea in the movies. Because I think if in the movies they included Green Arrow, I think it would be a Green Arrow I would prefer to the TV one. So, like the Green Arrow, the gruff Green, the gruff, more the Longbow Hunter's Green Arrow. Yes, yes. I would love to see that. But then, isn't that what the TV show is? TV show is a little it's too light it's not it's too light for the movies I love that's what I love about DC movies that we're gonna take this shit as seriously as we possibly fucking yeah. can that's my jam baby yeah I like a good little tiny joke once in a while but Marvel unless it's like Ant-Man where you're going to see a movie called Which Ant-Man. Which I just last, I just watched last night. Yeah. Dope so movie. Brilliant. Dope movie. Right. Play it, please, please still, do not spoil it for it's me. It's still that funny, that yeah. Marvel formula. Zack Snyder, who I have worshipped since he did that car commercial, I remember hearing that this guy was going to do Dawn of the Dead, and I was like, oh. So I have all faith in Zack Snyder. Yeah. Watchmen, 300, He's going to do that to Justice League? Please. Please bring it. Are you kidding? Watchmen was almost Justice League itself. Like some of that. Just I see. I like plot, which is cool. And I think the plot will be good enough. But I can watch Zack Snyder without a plot. I can just watch him making people do beautiful, cool things. I think people are worried about Wonder Woman. Just think of Silk Spectre. Who's directing Look, Wonder Woman again? Oh, what's her name? Patty Jenkins? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did, uh, I don't know what she did, but she's a badass. Uh, yeah. Something. She was supposed to do Floor, The Dark World. You're right, and things got, and then things got screwed up. So yeah, like, oh, I'll do Marvel. 
Marvel yeah. Studios. I will say my only worry with the Justice League movie is that they're going to turn everybody into just different variations of Batman just by looking at the designs. Um, like, I'm still excited for it, obviously, as a comic fan. I love DC and Marvel equally. Um, Look at Aquaman, though. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like Atlantean warrior. That's smart. I love this design, and I said my only worry is just that every single character is going to turn into Batman. So then and it's going to be like Batman, Super Batman, Wonder Batman. Well, I think here's the thing we're going to get. I don't think we uh, we're not quite prepared for how dark a Batman we're going to get. Yeah. Like yeah, he looks like Frank Miller, and everybody's happy about that. He looks like Frank Miller's Batman. I really honestly believe. He is going to be Frank Miller's Batman. This is going to be not a sad Batman. It's not going to be sad Batfleck. It's going to be a pissed off. Like, did you see the one scene where they where the, they open the the carrier and it's got the one guy that Batman's tied up the thug? Yeah. And he branded him. He branded him with the fucking batteries. Like, wow. That's how vicious he's like. That's mean oh, shit. I won't kill anybody, but I'm gonna brand you with my fucking battering. Yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah. Oh, that was man. crazy. It's all over at that point. But I heard rumors yesterday they're gonna bring Mira maybe into it because they want another female. Huh. It's very hard to get another female that can stand on par with Wonder Woman, and Mira's the perfect one to do it. Captain Marvel. Oh. Captain Marvel. Marvel's you're Captain going, Marvel. Yeah, I see you're going Marvel. Yeah. No, I mean in DC. Yeah. It's hard to put a woman next to Wonder Woman. I think the only one might uh, I see Hawk Vixen. Yeah, Vixen. Like Vixen, sure. Vixen's but I think Mira. Mira's power, yeah. more powerful than Aquaman, maybe. Yeah. Like with the hard water powers. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, imagine how that would look, too. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting things coming. Oh, yeah, man. definitely. I think mean, Marvel's doing some dope stuff, too. I know you're a yeah. DC guy, but I like I've, been digging, I've been digging Marvel's, what Marvel's doing. Yeah. I'm really excited for Civil War. Civil War's going to be awesome. I never was a Cap fan. Like, I appreciated Cap, but I always thought it was cheese until I literally yeah. saw the movie. My whole life, I thought Cap was too cheese for me. Yeah. Then the way Joe Johnson did the first Avenger. That was wow. cool. So wow. That was cool. And that's what they're going to do with Wonder Woman. I think they're going to be smart and just rip it off in World War One shit. Take it back, you know? Like, so good. It looks like it. Because you see Chris Pine's character. And they totally look like 30s. Now. Yeah. 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 I'd be down with that. Yeah. You know? And Wonder Woman's able to live for a, for a while, no? Pretty... Have you ever thought of like variations on characters you've already done for heroes? Like here's a 1930s version of the Canadian team. Um, you know what? Team. I was messing around with something like that with the main character. Like I had like versions of like Ori Gaia in like his 1930s. I wish I had the drawing on me. Like you had the nineteen the nineteen forties version, a nineteen seventies, and then like an eighties. Yeah, like he's so he's such a he's such a diverse character. Okay, lay out your team for me, Joe. As far as as far as everybody involved with Heroes of the World. So you got my you got myself and you got Mark and myself who like we created this thing. It started off in the in the basin at, at, in Malton and whatnot, and then you have Sean, who's our business manager. He's our kind of like he kind of describes us as like his our scooter bra is he's the scooter bra to our Justin Bieber. He's a business manager. A lot of business dealings goes through him, and then. We got Mark's girlfriend Monique, 
who helps out at the event, she's awesome. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. if you talk about somebody that's clutch, yeah. that that's Monique. And then you have Vince, who's our writer. He's like he like brings life to a lot of the story ideas that Mark and I come up with. So right, right. that's cool. Like one day, if I want to get the whole team together to do a absolutely do like Look, a huge. Look, so you know, yeah. I've been I've been we chatted once before at one of the GTA cons. You yeah. guys were on the show. Yeah, that was your brief little moment. Yeah, yeah. And we were trying to get it together, mm-hmm. and I completely understanding to the fact that we're gonna hold out until the team gets together. Yeah, and we're gonna do this right. We're gonna sit down with the entire Heroes of the World team. Mm-hmm. We're gonna dedicate an entire episode mm-hmm. and tell all the fucking awesome shit you guys got going on I can't mm-hmm. wait to do it so, That'd be amazing, just yeah. remember that next time you guys get together to yes. actually work or do something call me yes yes yes, yes see yes. how easy it is for me to show up mm. oh yeah <laughs> my little yeah. thing here. that's dope yeah. yeah man so that's that's the team the team hot w is what we call ourselves <laughs> If you How go you on this, um, yeah, Mark and I went to high school together. We went to Westwood Secondary School. Okay. He was in, I think, around the time I was in grade nine. He was in grade twelve. We never used to hang out. We knew of each other. See, the thing was, was that Mark was in high when the Mark was in high school. He was the artist. He was the shit. That guy. Okay. I know you're saying. He was the, yeah. He was the guy that everybody went to to like say, oh, can you draw me this? Draw me that. And I'm just like this little dude on the come up. I'm trying to I'm trying to draw. I'm trying to do his thing. And the way Mark got got put on in high school is that he was drawing stuff for the yearbook. So I wanted to draw stuff for the yearbook. I wanted to be where he was. And he would come by every time and see what I do. And we would just talk and talk here and there. And I think by the t- I think like if you fast forward years later, by the time he was. He was one Humber uh, at, at the time for for general arts and science, I believe. And I, at the time, I was in my last year of high school. I was working at Wendy's, nice. Wendy's Tim Hortons, and he came by my workplace. And I'm there working, cleaning tables, and he's like, "Yo, man, I got into Sheridan." And I'm like, "Say word, I got into." Nice. I'm like, "Yo, let's do this. Let's do this." So we ended up hanging out. You know what I mean? We were, that's when we became tight, and then that's where we met Aaron. Yeah. Aaron was in my class, and then Mark would pop into my class. And, right on, man. And then that's Destiny. how we... Yeah, it's that it's that kismet, right? That's how we... the great thing with your guys' yeah. collaboration is you guys have melded it together where you can't be like, Mark drew that, Joe drew that. No, no. Like, you can't tell. It, 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 you can't tell what, what style's which. Yeah, no. We all you just bring it, melt it together. what we do. And yeah. It's so unified. I love yeah. the fact that you guys are doing what you are. You know, that's a lot important. Of places, like I know other places that are just as unified as you guys. That just happens to not be, you know, like like Source Point Press, like yeah. I mentioned before. Same thing. Ridiculously old school friendship unity. But they're just about scaring the shit out of you. They want to do as much horrifically mind-bending horror as they fucking can. Oh, they are a group of guys who are the best friends, old school friends, who just want to twist your skull. Because that's what they know, that's right? That's what they know, that's yeah. what they love. So yeah. You guys are like unity, but the way it feeds out a... It's just so... And it's odd. Organic. It's odd because it's different things. Mark's more... Mark's more of a, of a video game and uh, anime type of guy. Okay. I'm more comic books. 
But that's, that's so imagine how those things, well, yeah, they and well. they melt super well together, yeah. and it's crazy how much that is. Because you got, like, like Heroes of the World, it, it's got yeah. a manga style, but I even hesitate saying that. It's yeah. a very slight influence, because it, yeah. it is its own thing. I definitely it say is. it's more comic book. It's more comic book, but there is the manga influences, because yeah. if you read the comics, Vince... That's why I'm saying the piece you just showed me that commission. It's a little more serious tone than you would see most of the time, but it translates. It does so well. So well, so well. Like even in the comic books, you read uh, the way Vince writes structures in them. They're more like a manga. Like the way they call out the moves. Like if you read them, Ori calls out some of his moves. Arctic Black. Um. Got distracted there. No, he calls up Core Blast, E Blade. You know what I mean? He calls out some of those moves, and that's cool. And that's the thing that you know we can all. I know Mark especially has fun with it because he loves that stuff. He loves the video games and comic books, and I just like drawing. Period. So that's how we all think together. And if you fast forward years later, um, Mark also acts. He was also he's also does acting and dancing. Yeah, so his his agent, Sean, saw what we were doing the third time we did Heroes of Caribbean and was like, Okay, what are you what are you doing? You're not doing it right. Where's your receipts? How come you guys aren't getting keeping track of your sales? Where's the rest of your product? And that's why he's like oh we're like shit, yeah, time to like shape up. That's when Sean came in and was like, Okay, I gotta I gotta make sure everything's on point. Okay guys, I got this. I got this, yeah. And he's literally that, like that dude's super clutch. And since he's come on board, we've learned so much from Sean as far as what to do with the business, how to handle business, how to handle 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 customers. Good or bad, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool to have somebody. You know what? We have a sol- I have, We have a solid team, and we're happy with what we do. Um, our um, our goal is to take it to the next level, man. Like you, like we talked about before. Get the comic books. Get the cartoon going. Yeah. Get like the toys, it, it, and that's where at levels up. The heroes yeah. of the world rule. The people around them, like the Tobys and the Chris's, start to yeah. grow. Yeah. It comes all up, man. Exactly, and it's like yeah, what Aaron yeah. said. You just need that one investor to come in and be like, okay, and put that money in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like what you're doing. Take my money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, in general, I like what everybody's doing right now. Aaron put out this mythology, and big ups to him because. As I mentioned before in an Instagram, and I keep saying it, I keep saying this to myself. This is a guy who said he was going to do something, and he did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's and like it I was saying up. earlier about Fan Expo. It's yeah. starting to weed out. Yeah. The stickers are starting to stick out. And the guys who have been there and, like, built something credible, they're starting to stay there. And you're starting to see these people. Yeah. You're starting to know these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Aaron. Like, Alphonse. Alphonse, yeah. The studio. Like, like I don't, I don't know. What's happening? The last little while, though, there's a lot of notice going his way. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of it comes from just good people. When even people know there's a good person behind what they're building, yeah. Yeah. that's why Sean Daly, motherfucking Sean Daly, we'll yeah. talk to him tomorrow, kids. This son of a bitch yeah. decides only three fucking years ago, I'm gonna quit music and start drawing. I think I'd be really? good at drawing. And look at him. Like it's. It's mind-bending, but yeah. he's the nicest guy. It, you have to tell this guy to stop giving his art away for free. 
but look what's happened because of it. Yeah. Many people know that name, Sean Daly. Now. I think you got to do that in order to get yourself out there. Absolutely. You got to sketch and do some stuff out here and there. Yeah. You got to even put and then simultaneously put out your thing because. You guys, I love your con presence because of the positivity that oozes out fun. of the fun you're having. It's fun. You got to. All show of people. you guys are always there. You're all there, obviously, as a team. Yeah. And you're obviously all like from the moment it starts. Like positive about it. You yeah. see a lot of artists at cons will be like, I don't know how this is gonna go. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. You guys are like, we're here. That means this is awesome. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the, yeah, it, it, that's the that's the thing, right? Yeah. You gotta sh show people that you're having fun, and it has to be fun. Yeah. If it's not fun at all, then when, yeah. why are you doing it? Yeah. Focus on the fun factor, the money, everything that everything will everything. Later, you know oh, what I mean? Totally right? so, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Hey, there's people down here. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like crowding around. And it's like, what, seven minutes? Yeah. <laughs> seven minutes left till yeah. I think it's, it's, it's done at seven. Right, you think that, I kind of thought maybe the next time he throws this, maybe at five to eight. Or yeah. Maybe, just a yeah. little bit. Maybe like, a little you bit know, longer. a little extra time. Amazing on Shay for doing this because this yeah. is what we need more. Yeah, Shay, actually. And we, oh, yeah, 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 we need yeah. more of this, you know, yeah. and it brings the, the people together. Because I'm telling you, I've seen, I've witnessed the support, like what support can bring you in a community. Like a lot of people are, this is a weird thing, but a lot of people are comparing Michigan's comic scene right now yeah. to the grunge scene in Seattle in the 90s. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the same feeling. You've got this pure feeling of unadulterated, original, doing it for the love of the creators who just want to see each other held up. You know yeah. what I mean? That's and we're starting to see it grow. Nights like this, yeah. with kids like you, it's going to happen. Yeah. All right, uh, we're almost winding down, kids, for or, sorry, day one. Yeah. Find some pages. Are you all coming back tomorrow? What's happening? Oh, man, I might have to catch up on... I know there's this children's book that I've been commissioned to do. So I gotta, talk, I gotta talk to somebody about that and iron out the details for Toby, Joe, Chris. Yeah. It's been fun. Nice. It's a good time. Jay. It's nice to meet you, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much.